Offensive coordinator Brian Callahan joins us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. And man, the offense is starting to play really, really good. And this just out, here's a news flash for you. Number nine, guy named Joe Burrow, pretty good. Brian Callahan talks about Joe Burrow, talks about the offensive line, talks about the first Cleveland game, talks about the rematch, talks about what took place against the Kansas City Chiefs. He talks about everything on the offensive side of the football with respect to the Cincinnati Bengals and how they're peaking at the right time. And hopefully the Cincinnati Bengals end up where everybody wants them to end up at the conclusion of the season. It's a steady climb. It's building, 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 and it's going in the right direction. Appreciate you joining us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. As always, we're in our luxurious studios provided by First Star Logistics, and our guest is a football savant. We've got offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. And uh, coach, appreciate you carving time. I know, I know it's a busy time of the week, but you know, whenever the Bengals and the Browns tee it up, it's a family affair for the Callahan. So always like to catch up with you before yep. the, the Bengals Browns. Um, but you, I'm sorry to say, I love your dad. Not like you do, obviously it's a different kind of love, but we owe your dad. We owe your dad, man. That was, that was not pretty up there in Cleveland. Was it? No, we didn't play very well that night and uh, disappointing, disappointing all around really from us on offense. Thought we, we wasted a, a good defensive effort early in the game and uh, obviously got, got away from us as the game went on. But, um, you know, two turnovers early is, is usually going to spell you a tough night. Uh, against that team and that defense, and um, they're still really good. I mean, Denzel Ward's back healthy, and uh, they look good in the secondary. They're tackling well. They're rushing well. It's um, it's a good unit, and it's an AFC North battle, and we know that every one of those is is always going to be a close game and a, and a tough-fought win, um, and then we're up for the challenge. It's such a different football team now than what it was then, though. I mean, in terms of so many things. I mean, you, you hope as a coach and as a player – you know, to have steady improvement, you know, during the course of the season and not have the roller coaster and all that. And this football team from that game on, I mean, you've won four in a row, six out of seven, eight out of 10. I mean, it, it's playing very, very good football. It's a, it's a different team, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, a, we're a month better than we were, you know what I mean? We've, we've played in some different styles of games and, and I think our team really started to come together and especially on offense, we've, uh, we found some formulas that work for us, and and obviously Joe's playing great football, and uh, we're getting contributions from everybody on the roster on offense. And now that we got Jamar back after another game under his legs, and uh, get him one more one more shot at another week of practice, and uh, he should feel great. And I'm excited about where we're where we're at, and, and we're definitely a different team than we were uh, when we faced these guys, you know, a little over a month ago. And um, you know, we're going to have to play a lot better than we did a month ago, and I think we're up for that challenge. Jamar, it was so funny after the game. I talked to him in the locker room, uh, as in the locker room show post game, and and I said, Jamar, it's it's crazy to me, man. You're you have a hip injury, and you're told to stay off of it. You can't do any cardio. You can't lift. Can't can't do anything, and yet you come back and play like almost sixty snaps, somewhere in the fifties, and you're hurdling people. And you're doing this and that. I said, don't you ever get tired? Oh man, I'm so tired. I was tired during that game because yeah, I had I had guys you know uh, helping me with that, and you know, coaches were good to. 
give me a blow. He said, man, I'm, I was tired. But that is amazing for him to do what he did, competing at the highest level of the sport with that big month off. I mean, it, it, it's hard on anybody. That's that's just an amazing performance. Yeah, he's um, I mean, he's a special he's a special player, I think, as we've all come to find out at this point. Um, not much that he does ever surprises me a lot like Burrow. Um, they're just sort of built a little bit different than the rest of rest of the world, I think. But uh, to see him come out and play the way he did and uh, make the plays he did and the play that he almost did was pretty spectacular. And, you know, he didn't look rusty to me. Uh, he didn't look like he was out of shape. But um, I certainly know that he's not going to he wasn't going to be able to go out and play, you know, 98 percent of snaps like he normally does. And so right. um, our guys did a good job of, of spelling him when he needed it and, and stepping in when he needed a breather. And, um, you know, he still played a, a really fantastic game for us. Joe Burrow is playing at such a high level. I mean, of the things that a quarterback has to do, what is he doing best? Or what is – there's nothing he's not doing, right? I mean, but what is he doing best? Um, he is he's, – he's playing the position the exact way that you could ever draw up playing the position. Um, he understands what's required of him each game. He understands situations of the game. He understands when he can take a risk and not take a risk. Uh, when he can, when he should scramble and when he shouldn't. Um, he's just making such incredibly smart decisions uh, with the football and with his with with our offense that it's really difficult to say that he's doing not doing anything at a really really high level uh, because everything he does right now is is um, as good as you can possibly play. And when it's time to make a big play, he makes a big play. And when it's time to fit a tight window throw in at the end of the game to, to ice it, uh, he fits a tight window throw to ice it. When it's time to check the ball down. Uh, on a first and 10 to get seven yards, he does that. And uh, when it's time to make scramble and make, and make a huge play, he does that as well. And um, he's just, he's an incredible leader for our team. Um, our offense is playing really well because of him. And he's just, it's hard to say enough good things about him, but um, you know, he, he never puts the ball really in harm's way. Uh, he's really smart about taking care of it. And that's a big reason why we've been able to win the games that we have is that we've, we've not turned the ball over. Unbelievable. No, eight quarters of football, no giveaways. Just yeah. just an amazing run. Um, that the third and 11 play that you're talking about, put it in the, your best player's hands. You don't want to give Mahomes another shot. If you settle for a field goal, that guy's capable of winning the football game. And you have a guy, number nine, that's capable of closing the football game out right there. And you call the play and, and he executes it. But man, I, I called it, you know, almost like a, a, a scrant. It was like between a slant and a cross. I mean, it was like, you know, it's like he he went, oh, that first window. Oh, I'm going to wait a couple more windows. Wow, I couldn't believe how long he waited to and put that thing in a thimble. I mean, it was like unbelievable throw. I thought Williams had to think, man, the NFL is brutal. I got great coverage. But the quarterback and the receiver are really good players, man. Yeah, he put it in a spot that only T could catch it. Uh, it was a very tight window throw. It was a very aggressive throw, but – that's what the situation required. You know, we knew it was going to be a tight coverage window. It was third and 11. Uh, we were trying to win the game. And, um, you know, obviously we want to put it in Joe's hands to do that. And then he tends to answer that bell pretty much every time. And uh, he did in that instance. And again, good coverage on their part. Uh, it was just two guys making a really sensational play uh, when they, when they, uh, when the game required it. And um, I think that's what makes our team great. They, they have an ability to rise to the moment and make the play that needs to be made when it's required of them and they always find a way to do it. And that's a lot of fun to be a part of a lot of fun for them to play uh, and make those plays. But um, you know, that's a, that's a rare window throw that he made to win that game. And 
obviously we had to go for it. It was a, it was a spot where we could have been conservative and decided to run the ball and, and try to burn some clock and kick a field goal and go up six. But um, same reason we went for it on fourth and one down there last year, um, we, whatever it was, 17, um, you know, go for it on fourth down. You just, you want to end the game on your terms and not let them have a chance at it. Uh, because obviously Patrick Mahomes has won those games a lot of times in his career. So it was the you know, right decision to put it in his hands and then he made us right. Sure did. Chris Evans, his touchdown catch. I thought you guys really did a great job with change and tempo, you know, getting the line of scrimmage so quickly. And they had a zone blitz on, you know, and, and they've got Carl Loftus, you know, trying to cover Jamar Chase. And Jamar basically literally ran him out of bounds. You know, yeah. Carl Loftus is like, I got to I gotta shadow this guy. I can't give him any, any uh, iota separation. And they were, you know, responsibilities with that zone blitz. Everybody's pointing and, you know, and, and then all of a sudden here it comes and, they forget about Evans and two guys jump on the tight end and there's Evans for a touchdown. That was a great call and caught them in probably one of the defenses that you'd like to catch them in where there's normally a lot of com communication that has to happen. Yeah, that's what we try to force teams to do. And when you get a chance to change the tempo out of the huddle, uh, put guys in different spots, make them adjust and have to do it with, with some uh, rapid intensity, um, teams tend to make some errors, especially if you don't do it a lot. Um, and you use it as a change up and uh, just like any picture any baseball pitcher if you're if you're throwing heat all the time and you're letting people look at it and see it it's uh, sometimes can be easy to hit so um, we try to change our tempos and then and throw a knuckleball in there every now and again and, and see uh, make sure they have something else they have to react to and uh, putting chris we were kind of in a hybrid bunch set and put jamar in the backfield and uh, jamar and t were on the same side so they got to find their man and find a trend they got to cover it and they got to get their blitz set and um, you know, Chris did a great job running the route and really there was nobody there to cover him and Joe delivered an easy throw and catch and, and to Chris's credit, you know, he doesn't get a ton of reps for him to step in in that moment and, and execute that play and score a touchdown is, is huge for our offense. And that's what we count on our role players to, to, to do for us. And he did a great job. You know, I, I thought uh, Kappa played another outstanding game and, you know, there were times where he's one-on-one -on, -one on Chris Jones and hey, hanging in there, you know, getting it, getting it done a little bit. You know, I'm not saying that he couldn't have gotten help, but he was handling it uh, by himself and didn't really need uh, help though. He, he's playing. I thought, I think it's such a high level. I'm kind of, uh, he's kind of my own son guy. I'm trying to get him some pro bowl recognition. Cause I think he's playing at that high level. I think the whole offensive line is, I think it's five playing as one, but he, he's kind of, kind of catching my eye a little bit. And, but Garrett, man, it seems like the 10, Jones was a 10-sack guy. Garrett's a 10-sack guy. Everybody's got a 10-sack guy, for crying out loud. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Garrett, the play, like you talked about in the first game, you're on your 10th play of a drive where Higgins is open in the red zone and Garrett tips it and they get the interception. Be a son of a gun. If he doesn't tip that thing, who knows what happens in that football game. But Miles Garrett uh, is a guy that you're going to have to pay a lot of attention to, I guess, obviously. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that's he's he, he, him and him and TJ we get twice a year. Um, and – they're two of the best rushers in football, and then Miles is, is playing at an extremely high level right now, and he's, you know, going to be considered one of the, the best rushers in, in NFL uh, currently, and probably when he retires, maybe in history when it's all said and done for him. So, um, he's a he's a fantastic player, and, and we got a work cut out for us, and our tackles do too. And uh, I agree with you, Lap. I think our our most importantly, our five guys are playing really well together. Um, but I do think that, you know, Kappa and Karras, uh, both of those guys in particular. Um, are probably deserving of some recognition outside of outside of you and I. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think those guys have played really well. They've, they've all played better and better each week. 
Right. But I do think that, that Kappa um, and, and Ted have, have both put themselves on the map for, you know, what, what, what should be some more recognition than they currently get. Well, you know, looking at last week's, uh, again, Kansas City, they were a plus 18 in sack ratio that they had accumulated 35 sacks and only given up 17. And, and, and the game's over, Bengals are plus one. Bengals had two sacks and only gave up one. And that one was, you know, Joe kind of manipulating with the, the clock, trying to get that two-minute warning. And Yeah, that was that was a situational sack. He, he yeah. could have been more aggressive to throw it or or uh, we just didn't want him to throw it away. And, and, you know, we probably we probably screwed him up a little bit because we're trying to tell him to hey, make sure we get this to the warning and, and be aware of the clock. And then all of a sudden it kind of throws him off. But, right. um, you know, I thought he did a great job of managing it. And that sack's not anybody else other than, than, than us trying to manage the clock. And that wasn't like – I mean, he held the ball for a while there. It wasn't like he was – we got to be quick and took a sack. So right. I know it counts on the stat sheet, but uh, it shouldn't count. <laughs> is, is the offensive line uh, from beginning of the season to now, because of injuries, I mean, they weren't able to do anything in training camp. Uh, you know, everybody was nursing some injury, and, you know, Cap and Collins in particular, they're playing so well together now. The fact that they – you knew they were good players. They'd proven it, but they had to play together again, five playing as one. Has there been – is that position group probably experienced the biggest improvement from, you know, the first two games of the season to now? Yeah, I think that's fair. That's a fair assessment. I mean, they um, – no, obviously all those guys that play well all the places they've been. That's why we signed them. Um, but you you add in a, a rookie left guard and um, three other new starters on the, on the right side and – between the center, the right guard, and the right tackle, and and you do there's as as all as you know, and guys that know offensive line play is it it takes some time to to work together in concert and learn how to communicate together and um, work together in combinations and work together in stunt pickup and pass protection. Those things take uh, take reps and time, and there's really no substitute for that other than um, playing football games. You know, there's no you can practice it all you want, but uh, you got to be in the heat of the moment to to form those. Uh, form those relationships and form those bonds up front and communications and knowing what guys are like on game day is, is much different than what it is like in practice. So, um, yeah, it's just it, are remarkably improved, I think. And um, I think they're playing as good a football as any offensive line in the league. And uh, we're going to have to keep that up for us to keep uh, stacking wins. So turnover is the biggest uh, scenario in, in football. No question about it. You're plus two. That's in the top 10, tied for 10th in the NFL. Only 12 giveaways, tied for fifth fewest but five came in the first game. So in the last 11 games, just seven giveaways. Zero in the last two games, in the last eight quarters. And the first matchup, two takeaways, two give giveaways, it was even Steven. Is that, like always, going to be as big a factor as anything? Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's. there's a huge, that's a huge reason why we've been able to win four straight is uh, we've taken pretty, pretty darn good care of the football and we emphasize it. It's part of every Wednesday morning. Um, Justin Hill, our running backs coach, gets up there and uh, presents all the things, issues that they've, the team that we're playing has had, where their turnovers have come from, and then uh, shows a bunch of clips from around the league of guys doing the opposite of what we teach everybody to do. And um, it's a heavy emphasis for us because it wins and loses games. And uh, for our guys to go out and execute the way they have, especially the ball carriers, you know, those guys have done a great job securing the ball in traffic and, and not giving it up. And um, our defense, you know, finds ways to take it away. And obviously our Burrow has, has put put the ball in, in safe places for most of the year outside of a, a couple of spots. And he's had a couple freak turnovers too, which, uh, you know, when TJ Watt jumps up and intercepts you twice, I don't know what to tell you, but. Right. And he's had some tip balls that have, that have gotten intercepted. So um, we're just playing really solid football and offense. And, and we're, 
we're doing all the things that you want to do to make teams, um, you know, make teams have to beat you and not give them a game. And that's, I think that's a huge part of winning in, in December and January um, is, is making teams beat you as opposed to giving them chances to. And, uh, you know, we obviously like to take as many chances from the other team as we can too. And our defense has done a good job of that. Coach, can't thank you enough. Appreciate you giving us uh, the opportunity to visit here. Um, boy, your, your, your football team is, is, looks like it's peaking at the right time. And that's what you always look for. Start playing that best football in, in November and December. And man, to knock the Chiefs off 26 straight wins in the months of November and December. Now you beat them in the regular season last year. It was January 26 yep. in a row. And that was the end. That was sweet sugar coach. It's uh, it's always fun when you get to do that. And you know, it's, we got a lot of football left to play and a lot of good teams left to, to face still. And uh, hopefully we're, we're at the end of the year. Everyone's we're talking about how great we played from from here on out, and that's what you hope for. You want to you want to finish strong, and you know the start doesn't always always matter as much, but definitely want to be a team that finishes strong. And I think we're headed that direction. And um, like I said, we got got some big games still to come, and, and a lot of football left to play. And excited about the challenge ahead of us. Appreciate your time. Go get a big division win, sir. <laughs> that's the goal. Thanks, Lap. At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about, Icky. Get the body right, then the mind's right, you know? Yeah. Gotta get that body right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out firststarlogistics.com.